0: Salutations, this is Kung Pao, enter the minute, minute 11. Opening Frame We continue from the two and a half men, revealing the other half of the man on the right, whilst also cutting off the man on the left. Cut to the Chosen One, jumping around and making weird stupid noises, loosening himself up for the battle, and trying not to wedgie himself. After a quick, whip pan to his enemies, we see that they have surrounded the Chosen One who starts flexing in intimidation before leaping into a bunny pose. The circle starts to shrink as the Chosen One starts to jump around, unintimidated by the small army that approaches. We whip to grill face, growling what appears to be an order of attack, his katana leaping out of the scabbard in shock as his army rushes in. The Chosen One leaps into the air, pushing himself off his opponents to move out of the way, before landing on the ground and revealing exactly what's in his mouth. What is the significance of the creature in the Chosen One's mouth? Is this what Master Payne was so worried about that he tried to murder a small child? Will this plotline ever be resolved or is it just like the dog who keeps disappearing? Before these answers are questioned, we cut to the Chosen One fending off multiple attackers without barely moving a muscle, even going so far as to kick someone as they are running away. The Chosen One grabs a spear from a close opponent, spinning it around his body to create some sort of vortex that pushes the army back. This whirlwind attack sends multiple opponents flying through the air, crashing back down the ground unconscious, including the lovely blonde in the yellow bikini. A few surviving attackers approach the Chosen One, all showing off their nunchuck skills as they slowly approach. Alerted to the sound of his dog barking, the Chosen One leaps towards a hole in the ground and thrusts his arm deep within. On the closing frame, we see the Chosen One has pulled out two blurry brown objects that are possibly small animals, their fate to be determined next minute. So as a special treat, I am here with my very first guest, Mr. Kaneda Cruz of Rebel Empire Workshops. Please, hello, uh, hello. Please uh, tell the audience who you are and I, what you do.
1: All right. Well, um, I have been a fight choreographer for about 20 years. I run a ragtag bunch of people here in Perth, um, teaching fight choreography and doing fight choreography for very short films and music videos. And
0: uh, Yeah, that's why I wanted to get you on here, because I mean, there's a little bit of fighting in the previous minutes, but it's all kind of cutaway stuff. Mm. This has actually got some actual technical fighting in there, and I thought, who do I know that knows a lot about fighting on screen and weird martial <laughs> arts stuff? Oh and yeah. <laughs> I know has a history with this film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um definitely with this film.
0: Uh, oh boy. <laughs> so let's look at that. Um, yeah, let's do it. Uh, What's what happened? Like how did you find this film? How did... <laughs> okay, um
1: well funny thing is um for me actually it was a uh, thumb wars as a Star Wars fan, I like to watch, you know, parodies is... and various Indeed. things. So thumb wars obviously is uh, one of his works. Yeah, that's one of my favourite things. And um, I was oh. like, well, what else is there? <laughs> yeah. And there was Kung Pao. And I think it was a lovely little tribute of ridiculousness and a tribute to old
0: school, kind of Shaw Brothers style yeah. martial arts movies. Yeah, I mean, I I used to watch a lot of like... I was going to say bad martial arts films. I, don't, I really don't want to say. I don't think they're bad. It just When I was young, it was just that thing. It was so unlike anything else I'd ever seen. And I just kind of clicked. So I just used to get out like every kind of martial arts kung fu movie I could get my hands on back in the... uh...
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, I grew up watching all forms of um, martial arts movies from Mm. the Western-style martial arts movies to the very Eastern-style martial arts movies. And they all had a different type of flavour and cheesiness Mm. about them. Um, What drew me to a lot of the old-school Chinese sort of Shaw Brothers-style that old kind of dance move mm. um, is just kind of how intricate and how complicated these were. Like these, Some of these cuts were very, very long, you know, 44, 44 moves, 64 mm. moves, you know. And it, it's hard to actually get that right. Um, so when you see it on screen, you, you
0: do kind of go, oh, that's so cool. So um, what came first was the interest in the movies or the interest in martial arts for you? Were, um, you, were you studying? Or you...
1: Yeah, I, I, I grew up studying martial arts. So it was easy to... It was a no-brainer to be like, oh, what else is out
0: there? How
1: can I make money out of martial arts? Because I didn't know much anything else.
0: That's, that's cool. Like, you know, I come from a different perspective. Like, I just used to... I, I don't know how old I was. I must have been like, I don't know, third, 12, 13, when I saw my first martial arts mm, film. And it was just mm. that thing of like, I've never seen anything like this And I knew martial arts and kung fu was a thing Mm. Uh, and i I might have seen some mm. chuck norris and i wasn't
1: fond of it for me it was the biggest influence was actually uh watching a lot of chanbara films uh, growing up so uh, japanese sword style films so you know watching zatoichi TV series was a big one for me any, of you, you are yourself a sword master. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, n- and no. Uh... <laughs> I've, I've, I do...
0: I've seen some of your work. It's
1: pretty <laughs> badass. And
0: I've seen you with uh, the Zethros
1: sword. <laughs> yes. I do really crazy stuff with sharp metal objects, It's probably the best way to put it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> There's always uh, room for more uh, practice. Um, yeah. But, you know... Uh, I try not to severely injure and grievously bodily harm anybody else. Do you still teach uh, the swordplay style? I do, I do. You know, it's not. A, I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, been, so it's it's been a, a while. Yeah, so it's Migen, Mugen Ryu. Um, yeah. So, uh, traditional kind of cen, kenjutsu kind of style. Yes. Um, martial
0: arts. I've seen that stuff, and it's that is so cool. <laughs> Like, you must go through so much bamboo. Ah, uh, <laughs> bamboo! Mmm. No uh, it's no it's expensive. Uh,
1: no, um, no uh, we call it. Like, you just
0: blew it back together after you, fish, you sort of just
1: it. You just duct tape it all back together. Yes. Martial arts on a budget. But no, Um, we do what we call tamashigiri, which is to do with test cutting. Yeah. Um, and they're actually water reeds so all oh, tightly okay. bound together, and you soak them up, and then you, you cut them
0: um I and different bit,
1: thicknesses obviously de- determine different kind of uh yeah um, i
0: saw a video just of a recently of like um trainees doing it and like you know yeah it's not it, you, know, you think oh that should be easy and no 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 it no, no, no.
1: um, takes you know time um and practice and with tamashigiri it is one of those things where it's all about fluidity act- um, no hesitation all that sort of stuff yeah. but it just takes practice and uh, a bit of money <laughs> unfortunately um yeah those,
0: yeah. those uh those saws don't come cheap no all the, good well, the ones.
1: real ones for cutting uh you it's an investment just like yeah. a car yeah uh, except you can't ride a sharp
0: metal object well you could just not for very long you just do it once <laughs> <laughs> you'll be walking funny for a week <laughs> What happened to you? Uh, Well, I've tried this new economic way of transportation. (laughs) It's a slippery slide.
1: Yeah, it was. uh... Can we
0: go on to the next question, please? (laughs) Moving on now. Uh, speaking of, I was going to say, speaking of walking funny, uh, the Chosen One does some really weird maneuvers in this. I call them, I call it like a bunny. Sorry, I, yeah, I think I called it like a bunny hop or something that. Yeah, like.
1: I feel like he's kind of, obviously, in, in the story arc, you kind of learn he's, he's, he grew up learning kind of... Um, from the amongst, animals. From the animals. Mostly rodents. He grew yeah. up with rodents. He partied with the
0: desert animals. So
1: I call it the rodent family style. <laughs> I did...
0: I did call that out in one of the previous minutes, so nice, I'm really nice. glad that I wasn't the only one that picked up on that.
1: No, I love it. Um, I think that's good because, you know, in, in this old school style, everyone has a kind of a
0: gimmick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I love that. It's a original gonna, gimmick. I was going to ask you, because I know there's a lot of animals that have inspired martial arts. Mm-hmm. The ones that come to mind are like monkeys and that's uh, right. baboons and stuff like that. They have like, I think because like, they have like a lumbering. they have like the long arms yeah. and... So is there any woodland creatures that have inspired a martial arts by from <laughs> um, now?
1: I think most people will not admit it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh I to be honest, uh I think it's mostly if they were Rodent style I think they'd keep it Like a secret weapon Ah oh. They wouldn't tell you They know
0: rodent no. <laughs> style You know Because Just, it You know It's one of those cause, Special things Because you see how he's I guess where his arms Are like up and that It's going to be a very Short distance attack
1: <laughs> Well yeah You're going to lure them in And then you can spring forth you know? Ah but I reckon that's what it is Kind of like a Almost like praying
0: mantis Kind of style Maybe Maybe that's where The killer bunny From Monty Python Got it from That's right You know and Even though technically I believe that predates This movie In like literally Timeline Oh that, yes, definitely. Nineteen like hundreds AD. So. <laughs> but
1: yes, um but no, I, I think it's a, it's lovely and original. It's it's something that you don't see, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm always one for like, yeah, bring it on, bring bring
0: on the ridiculous so there, and
1: coolness about it. But um yeah. So is
0: there any other movies you can think of that are like this in regards to I know there's comedy martial arts, I mean mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Sammo, Hung and mm-hmm. all those tend to have a lot of that comedy in their stuff. God, I can't believe I actually haven't talked about these guys in this uh, Mm. series yet. The the only character I've actually talked about, the only real-world person I'm talking about slightly is uh, Jimmy Wang Yu, who is the original director. There is a genre of redubbing and stuff like that, but nothing's Mm. done this kind of style parody to this level uh, that I can think of. Um, It it does
1: stand alone as far as kind of martial arts parodies. Mm. Because again, like you're, no one really usually reinserts themselves into a pre-existing film <laughs> um, That's kind what, of quite original
0: <laughs> what, what, what amazes me that this was a $17 million budget movie mm. So this has a ton of special effects And, and it was all done in-house like mm. It was an in-house uh, studio at O Entertainment Who is like uh, Steve O'Dooghue's Yeah, There's some really shonky shots in here but uh, for what they did, it's kind of amazing. But uh, as an expert, I was actually wanted to get you a pin on actually some of these shots. Like yeah, um, sure. Like in the next minute, we have got the nunchucks. But in this particular minute, we've got the staff twirling. Mm. Now he's supposed to be doing all this stuff. <laughs> Did that look legit, or was that just? Oh like- no! Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're ruining my mind here. No, so, no,
1: Okay, so he had like good upper half form. <laughs> so he had his hands in the right positions to actually get good, you know, yeah. movement out of it. Good gravity, but his feet were kind of like glued into place. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, well, so, well, maybe that's just how you do it to create that, that vortex that knocks everyone
1: out. And that's what I'm willing to believe. You know, he's that good.
0: Yeah, you know, he's, um, he is the
1: chosen one he after is all. He's the chosen one, and he's allowed that thing where his feet don't need to actually do anything or stabilize him properly or create you know. <laughs> you create a, you know um, but no, uh, he did have this kind of interesting kind of sway hip movement, mm. I think, from memory, which is, you know, again. Due to not having your, your hips
0: aligned properly. <laughs> okay, even it's the next minute, we'll talk about it. Um, the nunchuck scene.
1: I personally think the nunchuck scene was actually quite good. He had like some good movement around his neck. It was crisp. He's had his hands in the right position. For for tricking, there's two types of nunchucking that I kind of divide into. Real and mm. tricking.
0: So tricking is the, um, tricking. that kind of like a stylistic approach you see in a lot of moves where it's like it's less about hitting someone more about correct intimidation?
1: That no, be good no just for or is it just it's, it's just flirting. Um, it's, it's, it's just like a fun thing to do to kind of practice dexterity. Okay. Um, it's a fun thing So it's to... actually
0: an actual proper exercise as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, tricking or moving using the nunchucks in that way allows you to kind of know exactly where your hands are know what speed control is all that sort of stuff. Um, but... I, I wish we were a video type because <laughs> you're just mimicking as we go along in this That's Fantastic! <laughs> I do it with knives. Wow! <laughs> so uh, hand position is very important when yeah. you do knife chucks. Like I said, I do really stupid I'm things with sharp metal a, objects. A couple of butter knives with a bit of chain on them. No, these are big old kitchen <laughs> knives with a nunchuck chain so in you, the middle. So if you're
0: you if you're a baby like a chucker like me, I'd have to go with a butter knife and then just go to the bread knife and then get up to a cleaver.
1: That's right. I, <laughs> I would just start
0: with rubber, <laughs> a rubber knife. <laughs> Uh, Here's a technical question While I'm thinking about it So he makes the gopher chucks out of two gophers Of course they were fake um, But it's also a bit of cloth Yeah. So does the cloth have any kind of uh,
1: Like nylon Like parachute cord is probably the best way to use
0: That or oh, anything like, heavy um, nylon. Because you usually of course seen nunchucks with chains. Yes. Yeah. So it no. Is uh, there actually an actual physical difference between the material? Absolutely.
1: Or? Um so like depending on what you're using nunchucks for is probably the best way to put it. So modern nunchucks can either be made out of nylon or a ball bearing and chain. Okay. Right. So that's your most common one. Um, you know, so it depends if you're going for speed or again, like nunchucking is divided into those two things. Hmm. Tricking yeah. And for real yeah. So if you want something real You want something hardy Heavy Yeah Hardwood And your hand position Is very very uh, More on the lower end Of the the uh, One end of the stick I'm, So to speak I'm not While sure tricking
0: I'll... is closer To the chain or nylon I'm not sure I want to find out What the imp- the actual Damage impact of a gopher is <laughs> It depends if the gopher's still alive. <laughs> <Yeah. or laughs> it's, it's been in the freezer for a week. You are
1: you, you are hitting the other person though with the gopher by the arse end, <laughs>
0: so it could be a poison attack as well.
1: So you know, there's <laughs> at least some 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 sort of well, humiliation there, at well. least. If not, you know, painful. It'd, it'd be a lot of like, yes, that that rodent butthole hit my face <laughs> at incredible speed. Rodent butthole, I think, has to,
0: has to be a new uh, a new catchphrase. That might, that might actually be one of those uh, one of the tags on the YouTube video. Rodent butthole. butthole. I just did a podcast uh, with a friend of mine, uh, Connor, on their uh, Prometheus by the Vitter. They much said the same thing. Oh, buttholes are always funny.
1: Buttholes will never not be, be funny. funny. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things. It's primal for all of us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> doesn't matter. If you take it too seriously, you know, you may not have a butthole.
0: Well, so. it just shrinks down into an instant. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort that's of quantum so butthole. People, that's why so many people sort of ties. This <laughs> string theory
1: butthole. <laughs> the... Oh, um, God. That would be uh, amazing. Schrodinger's butthole.
0: Schrodinger's butthole. Is it open or not? <laughs> it's just a donut, really, to <laughs>
1: this stage, isn't it? Let's <laughs> <That's> go! <good. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track of what I want to say now. You invited me here. Is <laughs> oh, this is all going <laughs> in. Don't worry about that. You know what you signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. Uh,
0: good. But yes, where are we <laughs> Yes, go for Chucks. <laughs> I must it. admit, part of me wants to make a pair of go for Chucks. Oh, I I I made a pair
1: of fluffy nunchucks
0: that I call gopher
1: chucks. (laughs) Uh, I just had some uh, leftover um, fairy material. Um, And yeah, just put like... Made them into little socks and put them over some nunchucks. Yeah, I wonder what the grip quality of that is like. You know? It was crap. Yeah, I imagine uh, no, they it's just slip it's, like crazy. It just gets pretty sweaty. Oh yeah. Um, but um, no, it's just it's it's not something you're used to. You know, you don't usually <laughs> grab a pair of nunchucks and it's hairy. Um, <laughs> so you just got to get used to that. And I think that's what it was for for Steve. To kind of do these silly nunchuck moves, mm. it's just again like your grip is everything. And if, if I
0: remember the auto commentary, he says he trained for about on and off for about five months. Yeah,
1: like I said, like his transitions were nice and tight. They're all basic movements, but they were nice and tight though. They, they
0: weren't kind of there was no shake in them. When I was young and I saw nunchucks it's always that thing of like wow that's like something you don't want to get hit by that's like it's actually really impressive when you think about it but as it when I go a bit older I was like kind of told that it's like yeah that's not how you kind of use them and it's also the same with like the butterfly knife everyone's like mm. the, the butterfly knife became popular because it was something that was impressive to look at when someone's flicking those things around but they're kind of Crap!
1: Come on, it was the nineties fidget spinner. Yeah, we 80s, all know eighties. Yeah, 80s, sorry, eighties fidget. Spinner. 80s, uh, well, yeah. Well, I wasn't allowed a knife until <laughs> until I could walk. You, you okay. wasn't. You wasn't allowed a knife because you were
0: too busy carrying a sword. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> uh, that's
1: it. Daggers aren't they like little baby swords? <laughs> yeah. um, here's your knife. Here's your knife. Um, yeah, I worked large, then went down, down, down <laughs> size
0: in my life. Um, uh, that's not a bad way to do it, if you think about it. You know, oh, yeah. You, you've got to learn your fine control mm. from uh, the big objects. You mm. know? Like, I went from painting, like, uh, it's funny, I went the opposite way, because I went from painting, like, miniatures to painting one-to-one props. Mm. But uh, I, I had to learn that fine control first. Yeah,
1: oh, fine control is everything, um, especially when you're, you're dealing with sharp metal objects, Definitely you know there's <laughs> something to be said like I said like uh, when you have blunt force trauma is so so kind of like you can kind of go oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah you get punched I feel that you go oh yeah you get punched like oh yeah ouch and then, or, and yeah, then or something will some sort of crack <laughs> um no, I just but crack then, it back in. But then, if you kind of get stabbed or cut, yeah. you're like, "Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's there's my there's day." Internal bleeding. And... There's,
1: yeah, there's holes that shouldn't <laughs> be holes. You know, I like to keep the regular uh, amount of holes in the human body. Yeah, the same way, yeah. particularly the butthole. The butthole. Yeah, yeah. don't get stabbed you're, you're, in the butthole. On you only on the one butthole. <laughs> yes, singular butthole. <laughs> You don't want to get all fancy in that,
0: you know? Well, I, I, I know enough, I, I'm still amazed sometimes that I've done like industrial arts. I've worked in production things. Mm, I've worked mm. with soldering irons, worked with cutters, box cutters, Dremels, and I still have managed to have practically all my digits. I mean, there's still that last count, 10 of them. Ooh, so just mm. getting confirmation. Yes, they are, yep. But I have come close. I've had some nicks and scrapes, and that's just from. It's amazing. Mm. And uh, so the actual level of what stuff you do is like. Again, very impressive. Thank you, thank you. I, I've always enjoyed watching uh, you perform.
1: Thank you. Yeah, um, there's a lot. Like I said, like uh, it just comes down to a lot of training, a lot of practice, and you see it in these movies as well. Like even though they're slow paced, like the earlier ones, mm. it still takes a lot of practice, a lot of training to get to that level of control. Like mm. I said, in the people always say, "Oh, it's fake." Yes, it's great. It's fake because that's what you want. Because mm. real fighting's messy. Real fighting lasts maybe two minutes max, and yeah. then you can't do it again. <laughs> 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 they need a rest. <laughs> you know, you, you have a down. Some, you know, that's right. You, you can, you know, patch yourself preferably up. Preferably and... in a hospital where you can have, uh, you know, someone exactly. take care of those wounds. Exactly. So that's, you know, you know and that's, that's a whole entire different type of entertainment. Yeah. So for me, people who who uh, enjoy martial arts understand how much control it takes and precision it takes to keep doing yeah. something... Over and over again to make it look perfect. Um, even
0: the old school style of uh, martial arts films. Well, it's uh, funny. It's that you know this this movie in particular. It embraced the old style. Even like I talked about this in previous minutes, the cinematography. It's uh, this scene is reno- renowned for the the zoom in mm. stuff, and they got that from a drama called uh, I think Savage Killers. I, I mm. but mm. it was it's this dramatic movie. We had all these quicker, these crazy uh, zoom in and yeah, zoom
1: out. I, I, for me it was Sergio Leone um, <laughs> doing the damn same thing. Yeah, um, in a different genre. So there's a lot of this, that zoom action that was going on there. Yeah. I think it's just because they could do it. Really, yeah. it's like this feature well, camera actually
0: has manual zoom. That's it. Um, that was it. Uh, uh, you, you, that is spot on. A lot of exactly. These, a lot of these techniques were. We don't have. We we have a tripod. But we don't have, like, a dolly. We don't... We have... Uh, yeah, we can do a tilt. We can do uh, a whip pan. We could do zoom. Mm. How do we make this dramatic? And then, of course, you do this in Kung Pao, which is, like, comedic. And it's, like, yeah. it goes crazy.
1: And doesn't let go. Um, you think it's over. And then they do another <laughs> one real quickly. And
0: you're like, ah, yeah, bastard. <laughs> uh, so, you also done some of this kind of work because you, mm-hmm. a... you did some off kilter um, voice work for my little film oh yes the game I love it that was funny I, I was I, I was looking at that the other day and I just some footage I'd found and my mm. favorite thing my still my favorite gag in the entire thing is the bit where you're over the shoulder of the student and you just walk off and, <laughs> 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 and the, your dialogue still continues yeah it's like What's going on here? <laughs> yes, like, I think I got, the thing I got you to say was bugger this, I'm off to the pub. That's right. <laughs> so uh. That's why I think movies like these resonate to me is that, um, I love that style of comedy. Just that hint of absurdism that just, I can't. I can't stop. I'll probably rewatch this till the end of days. It is one of
1: those, like I said, it's a, it's it's its own little little gift, a little homage to many genres, especially comedy and martial arts. But it's done in a way that it is originality mm. in, in this way. Um, you know, the, the old school jokes. There's the old school prop gags, visual gags. But it's done in a way that's oh, I, just I, like I said, it's an homage to various. I films. still
0: love the uh, the classic. Throw the weapon. Whip, pan across, and the weapons in somebody gag. Still
1: used to this day. Yeah, We literally did a cho- choreography with that in it just last <laughs> year. <laughs> uh, so it's still done to this day because it, if, you it's did, such you a good one. You do that
0: one. type of stuff on stage as well, so that's got to yeah, have a, its drag. own degree of technical... Uh, Time. Yeah, timing. Yeah. It's a little bit of magic. It's like um, it's a like, so slight of hand. I haven't done much, but I remember like I had to try and get the... Visual key to be knocked off my feet from a force push. Mm. Like back in, oh god, this fight. was seven years ago? Mm-hmm. And that was difficult. Now it's just me reacting to being pushed by the force. Mm. I had to like act and keep focus. While well, watching these two magnificent bastards beat each other up, and then I get the... I, I was red. the
1: victim. That's it. You're like collateral damage. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how you do that with, like with weapons. It's think. just like I said. It's all timing and practice. Um, it just comes down to that, you know, repetition, repetition, repetition. Um, yeah. And it's something that if you want to get it right, don't settle for second best. And one thing I noticed in this film is they just went for gold. Hmm. Went for broke. Yeah. So it, it's always good. Comedy is meant to do that. You know, you shouldn't have any ego. Yeah. Um, co- comedy is that. It's unabashful. It should be unapologetic um, and be genuine. Well, know? that's
0: one thing I like about this movie. It's not afraid to have bad jokes in that sense of like, in the to- opening title sequences, there's the whisper over the, this, I will say it's the worst joke in the entire film. <laughs> and even Odekirk has admitted like, you should, probably should have cut that doesn't really do anything It's not that great But at least this movie Wasn't afraid to Attempt mm. such, uh, such Well
1: y- Think of it As if you were watching This movie in the cinema And you heard that Yeah You'd probably be looking Behind you
0: <laughs> Who's talking my, my saddest regret Is that I never got to Watch this in the cinema Ah uh. I, I I heard it come out And then by the time I heard it come out It had gone off mm-hmm. It was Very short Um, Yeah, things like this where I
1: think uh, a very short time period in Australia by the time it gets to here
0: Yeah and this was back in the day when, it like, you know, it could take at least a month or two to come out from overseas. Mm. You know? Remember back in the day when, when they had to physically ship the actual, th- via boat, the actual, like, all the movie reels and stuff. Yeah, like that. and so, that's like, right. It would be, could be up to, like, three months late. Mm. I was quite busy around that time,
1: so, yeah, I didn't get mm. to see it in the cinemas. But I can see it being the novelty of it being in the cinemas uh,
0: and hearing it. This would be a great, uh, like, uh, Midnight's, like, Rocky, not Rocky Horror in the sense, of audience participation, but this could be a great midnight cinema kind of movie, wouldn't
1: it? It's definitely highly entertaining. It's like a car crash; you just want to <laughs> yeah. continue
0: watching. So, because you
1: know, you have audiences just like not watching, and they're still watching. You know, well, it's, um, it's also not a
0: very talkative film. It does rely a lot on the uh, the visual. Queues, especially early on i know there's like uh, not long after this i think it's minute 13 is when we finally start meeting like master tang and all the other characters <laughs> and that's when the funny voices start ramping up yeah um i think
1: my all-time favorite scene from this film yeah is actually you know at the beginning and the baby escapes the flame (laughs) rolling down the hill the the lady lady picks it up and goes oh what a beautiful baby and then continues (laughs) down the hill again i thought that was such a beautiful funny moment it set the tone for the film that's exactly Um, what i talk about you know Um,
0: i love that scene so much (laughs) mm, mm. and also the absurd like
1: "Ah, (laughs) ah." yeah
0: you know you could one of my favorite shots is that you can see one um, bears rolling down the hill. One of the booties flies clear off into the distance, yeah. and then the next shot it's back on. Yeah, I love it. There's a lot of those things
1: where you could get away with in, like continuity and mm. in, in, and just throw it out the window, um, you know. And like the the body replacements for very th- various things. I know it's a little bit further in the movie yeah. where he's trying to learn the kind of iron shirt technique. And <laughs> like, Don't stop until you know. I throw you off my shoulder, or whatever it is. Yeah, um, the, the, and he's just beaten Indeed. to a pulp <laughs> by these giant rattan starves. And being hit by those, personally, they sting. I can um, imagine. Uh, But I love the fact that they just swapped it with a dummy. Yeah, and it's obviously <laughs> a dummy. Tummy. But the, the stunt people around just went for broke. They just pretended. Just, just swap! Straight into it, you know, I, no I, reservations. I don't know
0: if you actually heard the, um, what are they really saying tracks on the DVD. No. They're worth at least a listen to once if mm-hmm. you're just really that curious. But what's funny is that I can't remember exactly what they're talking about, but they're talking like geopolitical stuff while they're beating him up. Oh but gosh. they're talking about like economies or economy things or something like that. It's, just, <laughs> it's <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> okay. So some of the, uh, what they're really saying is just utter gibberish because they're mm. just trying to fill things. And some of it's matched dialogue that's close to mm, what's mm. said on screen. Because this got changed in editing, like, so much time. So there's actually, I think it's in the next minute. Thank you for joining me, and we'll move on to the next minute. Pleasure. Let's do it. We will continue with the conversation with Canada next week. But for now, in the audio commentary, Steve talks about not talking about the origins of Tungi. Now,
1: this, you know, I'm not going to give you an explanation <laughs> for Tungi. Because uh, how did Tungi originate? But honestly... Where did you? I got an image in my head. I, I, I was, uh, I, I just got this picture in my head of, uh, I wanted a mark of the chosen one. I knew I wanted that. I wanted some kind of a marking on him. So I was thinking yeah. scar, and you're like, all scars have been done. And uh, then it's like, well, you know what hasn't been done is a, a creature <laughs> in, embedded, embedded in his In his mouth, the tongue. In you his know. tongue. Yeah, so That's I... That's quite a reach from Scar to... Yeah, I was, I was sort of smitten by that, and that, that also seemed to piss off critics because they didn't get the joke, and what they didn't
0: understand is there isn't one. <laughs> this may be the last minute for quite a while where there is actually no on-screen dialogue that got uh, redubbed, so let's just quickly go to the audiobook which kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is it for this minute. Huge special thanks to Canada. Please go check him out. Just do a Google search for Rebel Empire Workshops. Yeah, please go check them out, support them. I'll I'll probably put a link down below to some of their social media platforms. As for myself, yeah, please like, share, subscribe, hit bells, do notifications, all the other Wajjidi, wajjidi, blah 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 blah. blah, That people always say and do on these kind of things. I have Kofi. I have Patreon. You should know this by now, but please give me money because I need money, and we all kind of need money. Please, please, please. (laughs) But seriously, but seriously, thank you for listening. This is a bit of a long one. I know it's because we've had a guest on. We like to talk about things, and uh, that warning. The next one is probably going to be a little bit longer see how much I can edit that out but Kaneda is a very interesting person and a gorgeous generous human being so yeah please, please support uh, please support him, please support me yeah like pass this around Canada, pass this around to everyone else as well until next time, keep safe and see ya